0: Welcome back to the D2 Nation podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your co-host, Wayne Cavati, and joining me once again is the great Bethany Bowman. Say hello to the nation, Bethany.
1: Hey, great Great to be back here today with the D2 Nation and excited to have our two guests today. So let's get right into it, Wayne.
0: Yeah, yeah. Last week we had Grand Valley State on and we we invited them to start things off because they had a char- challenging start to 2022 and they had to go out to Colorado and play two very tough games and one against the colorado school of Mines, and our guests this week can kind of say the same
1: thing yeah that's right but we'll get to those same minds in that game a little later joining us today though is angelo state football's head coach jeff gersh and starting running back nate amayavu thanks for joining us today guys welcome to the nation
0: thanks for having us thanks for having us yeah yeah absolutely so if you've ever watched the show, we, we like to start off in the, at the beginning because, you know, that's the best place to start. So we like to let you, the, our listeners know why D2, why you both wound up here. So, Nate, we'll, we'll start with you, you know, um, big, big numbers at Sherman High School, I believe it was. Right. And so um, obviously in Texas, there's a lot of big football and a lot of eyes, I'm sure, uh, on people. So how did you wind up at Angelo State?
2: Honestly, um, I I went to a few camps. Um, I went to a Baylor camp, uh, OU camp, UNT camp. Um, a lot of those names were guys that were or teams that were looking at me at the time, my junior senior year. Um, but just didn't pull the plug. Didn't didn't hand me the offer, or give me the offer, which I thought they would have. But you know, uh, Angelo State came along kind of late, um, early early January, late December. I think this was the first for on the first time I kind of heard from Angelo State and. It just so happened that they gave me a good offer. I ended up here, so, and I've loved it. So there's no no regrets about that, anyway.
0: How far did you grow up away from Angelo State? As I'm not from Texas, so and I, I, all I know is it's about that big. So,
2: oh yeah, Texas is huge. Uh, Sherman's about five hours away.
0: Oh, okay, so, so pretty much another state,
2: <laughs> <laughs> something like that. It's like an hour north of Dallas, or so. so. Okay.
1: Now, coach, you've been here a while, first as defensive coordinator in the last five years now as head coach. How did you wind up in D2?
3: Well, you know, I, I coached uh, for 19 seasons at one one university in NAI for a long time and um, got to know a lot of coaches over my career, uh, spent a lot of time with the Northwest Missouri State staff. Um, the head coach, they're rich right now, is a dear friend of mine. And um, just through different uh, opportunities and, and knowing people, um, I got hired down here as the uh, defensive coordinator Uh, at the end of the 2013 season uh, or excuse me at the end of the 2013 season from NAI I started here in 2014 um, I took over as the head football coach at the end of the 18 season so I had 19 and then 20 was that COVID year uh, and then last year was was the second full-time season to it but uh, you know it's just I was fortunate enough to you know have some success in NAIA and and uh, kind of work my way through it. You know, I was very happy at, at St. Ambrose University where I was at for 19 years, obviously. And um, but this was a great opportunity for me and it's uh it's been a blessing to be at Angelo State.
0: And, and coach, you know we got some MIAA blood over here in Bethany. Uh, and and coach Coach Wright was actually a First or second guest ever on the show. Way yeah,
1: I, I was going to say, I try not to find a way to get MIAA talk on this podcast, but somehow it just always happens.
3: <laughs> well, Coach Wright and I coached together at St. Ambrose for four years. And um, like I said, we're, we're great friends. I'm actually the, uh, my wife and I are godparents of his youngest daughter. Um, so I've known Coach Wright and uh, just a great friend of mine and a great mentor for me uh, over my time as a, both as a coordinator, as well as a head coach.
0: That's awesome. Uh, Nate, let's go back to you um, and talk a little bit about your role on this team, because like you said, it, you know, there's no regrets. Right? You're having a good career here. Um, last year, were the uh, Lone Star State uh, Conference uh, back of the year. Um, it's that nice two back system when Alfred Greer is healthy. It's you two just pounding away. And, and even Zach, at quarterback, he's, he's pretty mobile for a quarterback. Um, what what fits this style so well and how are you able to succeed in this role? I think,
2: um, I think I could play in any kind of style, personally. I feel like I could. I feel like I have those abilities to do that. But just all of us coming together, just that's literally what it is. Um, everybody doing their 111. That's any style that any play, anybody or any player plays in, it all comes down to everybody doing their job at the end of the day. So I feel like it's not so much of me. It's all of us collectively, knowing what we our, our assignment is, knowing what we're supposed to do on every single – play every single snap and just giving it to our best ability and doing that. And then success just comes from that. That's just how it goes. You know, once you do it to your hardest capability every time, good things happen. So I would say um, just all of us working toward a common goal. You know, we have a saying called pull the rope, win the day, pull the rope. Um, All of us pulling the rope the same direction, working towards moving the ball down the field, whether that's a pass play, run play, anything we have designed for the game. So um, just a collective effort, really.
0: And last week, you, you got to be kind of the premier back. You had a, a huge game. How did That, that must have been a good feeling for you. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and then, Coach, um, looking back for you, you took over in 2018. And by 2019, you had an 8-3 team on your hands. You had all this momentum. And then 2020 happened. Now you did get to play a few games. But how much did that time help prepare you for the 2021 historic run that you made?
3: Well, there's no doubt that 2020 was a huge year for us. You know, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. Our, our, athletic director, uh, coach Reed, James Reed fought tooth and nail to get some games played that year. And, and what it did, it, 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 introduced some players, you know, to some more playing time, but you know, the development of Zach Broncos, our quarterback, that was his first year starting. So he got four games under his belt in 2020 and not have to come into that 21 season, you know, you know, without a start. So, it was huge for us. We got four games in that year. We played WT twice, a home-and-home, and, home, and split with them. Then we played two Division One games. You know, we played uh, Stephen F. Austin, where Coach Carthel um, um, is coaching there, and he's an, he's an Angelo State alum. So we went down there and played a really tight football game with them uh, in 2020. Um, and then the next week we went and played at ACU. Uh, And really got after ACU, Um, you know, that's, you know, an FCS program going there. That's when we kind of knew that this team was going to be special. So the development we had in that game, you know, that season, I should say, those four game season was huge for what happened for us in 2021. Um, And I I credit our athletic director for fighting tooth and nail to get that done. Yeah, Uh absolutely.
0: let's talk about that 2021 season. It was a great season for you, but it, it did come to an end in the quarterfinals against Colorado school of Mines, which brings us to present day. Right. But yeah. that game was a classic D two football playoff game, right? Number one, number two, ferocious, Angelo state comeback in the fourth quarter, trying to make, you know, make the comeback happen. Nate, if I remember you missed that game, right? So this year we go to 2022, you you're, you're not going to miss that game. How pumped were you personally and how ready was the team for this game?
2: I can say there was there was no other thought in our mind going into that game than winning that game. Uh, everybody felt the exact same way. And we didn't want to feel the same way we felt the year before when we went up there. So um, I was pumped about it. You know, I was ready to uh, play them because obviously I hadn't played them the year before. I didn't get to see uh, firsthand what they were like, you know, playing against them. Um, I was I was thinking. I've been thinking about it for a year, so um, it was a lot of of emotion going into that game, particularly just because they were the team to beat us in the playoffs, Um, and we felt really, or not comfortable, but we felt really good about um, our team last year and our chances of making it to the end of the year. And um, even though we came up short, we still had an amazing team. Um, But this year, uh, we we just, I think we just honestly all together knew that we weren't going to let that happen again. And we just
0: all came together and did what we had to do to get that win. And it was another unbelievable game, Coach. Uh, how was your heart feeling during <laughs> during that game?
3: You know, it's it's crazy. You think you do this long enough that eventually those uh, butterflies and things go away, but they don't. You know, it's uh, you know, it's just uh, those are the games that that Angelo State wants. Those are the games that I want as as a head football coach. Our players want. We want to play great teams. You know, like Mines and Mines beat us last year in in a, in a really good football game and you know we didn't feel like we played our best game of the year that year but they had a lot to do with that you know they were they were a really good football team um but you know we felt going in having Nate healthy and having um you know the opportunity to him them to see him he's a different type of dude you know he's a he's a different type of back and you know another year of uh, experience with with Zach you know and development there and um you know our defense as well so you know, we knew going in that game, it would be a tight, tight football game. Uh, they had a ton of guys returning that were, you know, on that final four team. And um, so it was a, it was an honor to go back and play that game. And that's something it wasn't scheduled, you know, it wasn't scheduled till after we played them in the playoffs, they had an open date we did and we made it happen as fast as we could. Both, both universities did. Um, and again, I, I commend them as well. They want to play those type of games as well. You look what their non-conference schedule was, you know, going to play at Grand Valley and then, and then playing us. I mean, that's a, that's a tough two games, you know, on that part of it. But uh, I respect that with their coaches and what they wanted to do, as well as uh, what we wanted to do here. Those are the games that you remember.
1: Coach, a 3-0 start, a huge game coming up against West Texas A&M this weekend. But the Lone Star Conference has a bit of a new look this year and no more Texas A&M commerce to contend with. Three new teams, including a playoff team from last year in the mix. What do you need to do offensively and defensively to repeat last year?
3: Well, offensively, you know, we talk about it, you know, Nate hit on it a little bit too. It's preparation, you know, it's uh, doing, um, having great consistency in what you're doing, making the, uh, the the plays over and over again with great consistency. You know, we talk about that um, on defense, you know, for us on defense, we're pretty good defense, you know, if we don't give up explosive plays, if teams have to drive it on us, you know, for 10, 13, 14 play drives, that's hard to do for what we do on defense. So if we limit big plays on defense and, and uh you know the explosive plays and make people earn it uh we're a really good football team and you know offensively we've uh you know Nate and and Alfred and um Kaysen and all the guys that have been handing we've been handing the ball off to. we've been running the ball well um if you can run the football um and play really good defense you can win a lot of football games and um you know Zach stepped up this past weekend he threw for 325 yards so and I think I think our offensive plays were 45 and 45 offense, you know, for run pass. So we were really balanced. Um, But just having the capability of running the football um, that's going to help us win football games. And, and uh, obviously Nate's a huge part of what we do there. Um,
0: Coach, seriously though, the the Lone Star Conference gets a team from Canada. Make it make sense.
3: (laughs) How, How did that happen? You know, I'll tell you what it, um, big picture of things. It's, it's, it's a blessing that, it that it did happen because, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, commerce, you know, leaving the Lone Star Conference, a lot of schools are looking at FCS route uh, on that part of it. So, you know, I'm concerned about where the Lone Star is going to go football wise. I mean, it's a huge conference outside of football, uh, but football, we only had seven schools playing. So getting those other schools in there with central wash and Simon Frazier and Western Oregon, you know, were uh, detrimental to the, to the conference in football, in my opinion. Um, it's a challenge with uh, travel. There's no doubt there. That's a, definitely a challenge um, for all the schools involved. But at the end of the day, having ten games, you know, or nine games in it, and then going out and finding two compared to go out and finding three or four, you know, non-conference games, you can't be real picky on who you're going to play. Uh, finding, you know, three or four different non-conference. And the other thing is, we, you know, when we only had seven, we were playing six road games, seven road games, because people didn't have to play us, you know, if we wanted a game, we would have to come there, so, you know, getting those, uh, those schools in through the GNAC, um, joining the Lone Star Conference was huge for us, and um, they're great programs, you know, uh, Central Wash, you know, being a playoff team, Western Oregon not too long ago was, was playing good football, Simon Fraser has made huge improvements with it, and um, we're, we're excited to get to play those games, and I'm excited not having to find uh, more non-conference games. That's a lot of work to do. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's good for us to get those, uh, those teams in the Lone Star.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and while the Lone Star has a different look, we can kind of say the same thing about Super Region 4, right? So like we said, the Texas A&M Commerce kind of dominated that area for a little bit, especially from the Lone Star. Uh, Minnesota State was always a big name. And then last yeah. year we see a ton of new faces, right? Um, do you look at that kind of as an opportunity, Coach? You know, to sort of claim your throne because there is kind of a now who is the king of Super Region Four? Is that an opportunity you see?
3: Yeah, you know for sure. You know, there's uh, what, what I think a lot of things that, that are happening in Division Two football and specifically Lone Star Conference is you know the the coaching's different. Um, you know, you, you're getting really good football coaches, guys that are preparing teams and preparing players to be successful. So the coaching has just increased over the years, I, I believe within the Lone Star Conference. And, um, you know, it's, it's getting younger at times. I'm kind of an old guy now, I guess. But, uh, you know, there, there's just a lot of really good coaching nowadays. And I think that's improved from top to bottom of Lone Star Conference. If you don't play your best game, you can lose. And that prepares you uh, when you get in the playoffs. You know, facing teams, you know, we faced Duluth in the first round um, and really had a great day that day. You know, we, we won by – 35 points or something like that. Then you turn around and play uh, Nebraska Kearney out of the MIAA and hold them to seven points and one of the best quarterbacks that you've seen when what they were doing offensively. So, you know, um, yeah, it was just, it was a great mix on that. And then obviously going to play minds, right? So, you know, I think with, uh, with some schools leaving and going in the FCS route um, you know, that's, that's improved opportunities and in, in different, different things. You know, we, we always had great games with commerce. It was, I missed that game. I do. I miss playing them. Um, they had a great talent for, and a great run for a long time. I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, beating them the last game, you know, when, before they went to FCS, we beat them 30 to three last year. So, um, but, but again, you know, um, Angelo States, you know, we, we've in 19, when I took over, you know, and made some really good hires, in my opinion, if I did anything right in Angelo state, I hired great coaches and, and we've done an unbelievable job of getting these kids prepared, the right system, the right kid program, um, going to recruit. And, you know, these kids have just bought into what we're trying to do. But, you know, Angelo State is going to be a, a team to reckon with in, the, in Super Region 4 for a long time because of the consistency that we're having throughout the program.
1: And for you, Nate, what is the one game each year you're really excited for? So, last week with Grand Valley State, we talked about their rivalry with Ferris State. And for you, what's the one that gets you pumped up the most?
2: Honestly, I like them all. Uh, I just – honestly, um, I don't have a favorite necessarily. There's a few teams that we look forward to, like, that are in the conference, like WT. you know, team this week, uh, Commerce, like, there's school rivalries. But for me personally, I like them all. I, I just – I want to win them all. So uh, I guess uh, I would say WT and Commerce to those two. But now Commerce is gone. I would say probably WT is a good one um, within the conference. But like I said, yeah, I like them all. I'm ready for them all.
1: And, yeah, I looked a little at your social media. It seems like you're playing the game of football for a a little extra for someone special. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Oh yeah, my dad, my pops, uh yeah. So um I lost my dad in 2020. That's another um big thing that happened. That was a tough year for a lot of people, but um yeah, I lost him early, 2020. Um hadn't seen him since 2013. He went cuz I'm Nigerian. I don't know if y'all can un- like realize that from my last name or anything, but yeah, I'm I'm Nigerian. He's from Nigeria, Africa. He went back home to um see his family he hadn't been back home in like 30 years or so because he's been in the states so um last of my him was at the airport in 2013 he went home he's been back he was back there for a while i would always talk to him and everything but um yeah got the phone call that he had you know he had some heart problems going on um and he just couldn't make it in 2020 so um that was that was a tough time for um me and my family just during that period of time and it's gotten uh, a little easier just knowing that he's up there watching, watching over me. So I just uh, try to be a good example for my brothers. I have two younger brothers um, and they look at me and in, in that role too. So um, i always, when I play, I know what I'm playing for. I know who, I, who I'm playing for. So um, I just try to tell myself, you know, he's watching over you. Um, there's nothing you got to worry about. Just know that you got bigger eyes on you. So uh tough to talk about but you know I, I know he's in a better place and uh I know he's proud of me so
0: yeah yeah we appreciate you opening up about that that was yeah it's a great great story
1: so signature d2 question of the podcast what makes d2 a special place to coach for you coach and for a student athlete to play Nate
3: well I, I just think it's a it's a great balance you know the d2 uh coaching and uh for me it's a great balance you know uh for balancing family life balancing uh you know a personal life outside of coaching and doing that but then getting the opportunity to play and coach against real competitive football it's it's a unbelievable conference that we're in an unbelievable division region the whole thing and you know it, it just gives you a great balance i think you know it gives you some uh time to be a dad it gives you some time to be a coach and be a husband and and get to do the things that you that you enjoy to do and what you should be doing as coaches. But uh, you know, that's the biggest thing, but the, the also the competitive side of it um, it's great football. It is. And you see it each and every year, you know, D2s go beat FCSs and, and that kind of thing. The, the only true difference, in my opinion, some of the D1s and D2 is just depth. you know, we get great talent, you know, with the amount of scholarship money you get. Uh, but that to me is the biggest thing, the balance it provides, Uh, for me to you know be something besides just a football coach be a dad and a husband uh, and be involved in the community and do those type of things Uh, that's what d2 is important to me on it and uh, i chose that and and again it 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 also helps uh you know the competitive side of it you get get to uh to live that as well and and uh so it's been a a blessing like i've said um uh, coaching in d2
1: And Nate, for you, just as a student-athlete, what's special about the D2 level?
2: I think it's great. Um, Honestly, I had a few other D2 schools offer me. I had, um, I don't know if y'all know about Southeastern Oklahoma State. That's kind of where I'm from. Um, They offered me early on, but uh, I knew whenever Angelo State offered me, um, I was looking into their conference and the Longside Conference and I was looking at the different kind of teams that were uh, along with them. And um, I always I say it all the time, the Lone Star Conference is like the SEC of V2. You know, like we have good old, good, good talent all across the board. Um, and I just wanted, I was up for the challenge, even though that it wasn't necessarily division one at the time, you know, I just, I, um, thought that it was a good fit for me. It wasn't far from home. Um, my family is able to come to the games, which is huge for me. Cause, um, that's, that's all I ever think about is, uh, my mom and my brothers and sisters and stuff. So, um, Just being able to have them there, uh, that means a lot to me. Um, So, and being able to, uh, I feel like a lot of the guys on the team are all all of them are from the same area or different areas of Texas, so we can all relate in different ways, Um, or we either know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that we know, you know. So, um, it's a small world in the D two in the D two world, especially in Texas, Um, and I think it's great. Um, I've enjoyed it.
0: And let's face reality, we do football right at D2. There's a tournament, right? There, there's playoffs. We do football right. <laughs> um, but th- that was um, this. Now we're going to come into the fun part of the show. It's the D2 Nation hot seat. We like to end the show with some rapid fire questions and, and get the let the fans get to know you guys. So are you ready? We're ready. ready. Right, Bethany, let's go.
1: Okay. We'll start off with uh, your favorite football player and team. Now, a lot of people asked NFL college, you can give us whatever or just whatever's your favorite.
3: Nate, you go first, man. All right. Favorite favorite football player. Um,
2: I'll just go with running back since I'm a running back. Favorite running back is Barry Sanders. He's the greatest in my eyes. I think Barry Sanders brought to the game, uh, that he didn't necessarily have the best hole line or anything, but he went he did hit what he had to do and he, he revolutionized the game in my opinion. So Barry Sanders for player and then for team. I was a big Seahawks play- fan whenever Marshawn Lynch and, you know, the Le- Legion of Boom was there. Um, they just made football look just extremely, extremely uh, aggressive and fun. And, you know, that's the type of football i play. So that was my team at the time. But I would say right now I don't really have a favorite team. I just like players and matchups and stuff like
3: that. Uh, For me, the player uh, growing up, I was a huge, huge Dan Marino fan, Um, just absolutely loved watching him play football. Um, Miami Dolphins have been a team, it's kind of a funny story, I have a twin brother and my dad brought, my mom and dad brought home a Miami Dolphins coat and a uh, Minnesota Vikings coat. I'm from Iowa, Midwest, so it was cold in the winters and and I, I got the Dolphins coat and my, my twin brother got the Vikings coat and yeah. that just kind of made me a Dolphins fan from there on but uh, Dan Marino and the Miami Dolphins were my two favorites
0: I just actually watched the uh, the 30 for 30 from Elway to Marino. that's a great 30 unbelievable 30 for 30, that draft. it is yeah. oh, yes, um, and speaking of documentaries or movies what is uh, Nate to you first what is the best football movie of all time that's a horror man there's too many there's too many there's too many good ones <laughs>
2: I would say, uh, man, best football movie. I got to go remember the Titans. Either remember the Titans or uh, Friday Night Lights. They're, they're just I, – I feel like those are the two
0: uh, main ones that
2: everybody knows about. So yeah. those
0: – Remember the Titans is how you get on Bethany's good list because that's, that's <laughs> her <laughs> one answer every time. Good deal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get on the good list then. That, that that to me is is the best movie. I think there's so much in that movie outside of football um, that that's uh, taught in that movie that it, it is incredible. So for me, for sure, it would be Remember the Titans.
1: I made my two nieces. They're like 13 and nine. Watched that the other day, and it wasn't for the football. They were like, they were like, ah, oh, you're gonna make us watch a football movie. And I was like, it's not about the football It's Life lessons. Yeah,
3: there really is. It's it's a great one for life lessons.
1: Yeah. So next up, uh, Nate, what is in your headphones pregame? And then, Coach, I'll have a special question for you afterwards. But what are you listening to, Nate?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> uh, most likely, I'm probably listening to Youngboy or uh, I like Lizzie Burt. I like Future. Um, a lot of hip hop, for sure. Um, but, yeah, probably Probably a young boy. I'm, I don't know if y'all know who that is, but.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. I, do. That's I do.
1: Do you have any guilty pleasure song, embarrassing song that you wouldn't want anybody to know you're listening to? We're talking Justin Bieber, Carly Rae Jepsen, anything like that? Mm.
2: <laughs> I, I really don't. I can't even oh. think of it. I really oh. can't.
1: All right, you're safe. Coach, <laughs> if you could pick the pregame playlist – in the locker room, what would be on
3: it? Well, they would not be happy if I could do that. Uh, oh. For sure, man, I, I, I'm an old school country guy. Uh, I do like all music. I do. I, I can listen to any kind. Um, but if you had me choose, like, I, I love Don Williams, uh, uh, Willie Nelson, and, you know, Kenny Rogers, a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, music like that, uh, that I listen to. But But, uh, you know, I don't uh, turn the music off in the in the locker room that's on in there. I don't mind it. I'll listen to it. I may not understand everything that's going on and who's who and what's what when it goes. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm probably more old school country than than those guys.
1: Yeah.
3: Coach, what's your favorite food? Man, I'm a chicken wing connoisseur. I love to go eat chicken wings when I get a chance. Uh, That's something that I'll I'll go do. My wife was out of town for a couple days last week, and I think I went to Wingstop about every night um, (laughs) when she was out of town. So chicken wings for me. Nice. Nate? I'm
2: a huge pasta guy. Um, I like Italian food the most. Um, My mom always cooked spaghetti, any kind of things like chicken spaghetti, lasagna, stuff like that. So um, huge pasta guy um also i like a lot of african food as well um there's things called uh jollof rice uh, plantains i don't know if y'all have heard of plantains they're amazing um stuff like that so yeah
1: what show is your favorite binge-worthy television or netflix show coach you first
3: me first oh man you know i don't get to watch a whole lot of television on it um i watched uh oh my My wife and i to. we watched cobra kai i know the new season came out in cobra kai on netflix uh we watched that because we were karate kid fans back in our day uh, uh that part of it but uh ozarks that was a great show we watched we watched that as well but um i don't spend too much time getting getting that opportunity to watch tv nate
0: how about you man
3: i would have to say to this day it's the
2: hundred the 100 man i love that show um I always, I'm a big, I don't know why, but I've always been a big, huge space guy for some reason. I just always thought it was interesting because you never know what's up there. So um, The 100, um, just because it's reasonable. And then also I like the show called the pa- or Power. Um, it has 50 Cent. Uh, who else is in there? Mary J. Bly. Uh, a lot of other
3: big names are in that show as well. So, yeah. Nate, I watched The 100. I-, I know what you're talking about, man. I've seen that. I watched that myself. That's a good show. It's my favorite. It is. it is.
0: And Coach, Cobra Kai is the best worst show in the history of time. it's, <laughs> you know, so it's almost like watching
3: it for a train wreck to happen, and and <laughs> and it does. But uh, we, we enjoy it because it is funny and get, to, get yeah. to you know see some old characters from, from the old movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nate, Nate, this is not a hot seat question, but what are you studying at school? I'm a health science major. I used to be a biology
2: major. Um, then I made the switch my sophomore year uh, just because they had a lot more courses that I was looking forward um, to take. And I love it. It's great. Uh, I graduate in December, um, almost done, home stretch right here. So it's been good so far.
0: Good. Okay. So this is the last question. Uh, Nate, we'll go to you first. If you had one superpower, what's it going to be?
2: Oh, I think teleportation, because, man, if I could just, like, think to teleport to go wherever I wanted to eat or go to, go to class and not even have to, like, ha- give any effort, then I would love that, honestly. <laughs> Coach?
1: I like how yeah. it's going to class and, like, going to eat, not, like, going to the beach or, like, yeah, it's just, like, places <laughs> yeah. that you drive to in yeah. five minutes. <laughs>
3: My, mine would definitely be mind reading. I'd love to hear or, or know what, what our guys are thinking about, and <laughs> you know, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think for for several different reasons, you know, to find out when when they need help and struggles, when they're struggling with things, but also like, you know, what they're thinking and how we're teaching and coaching things and, and trying to teach them life skills, all the different things we do. So uh, being able to read some minds would be really good uh, superpower to have, I think. Yeah, And yes.
1: don't, don't lie, you'd want to also read the minds of the opposing coaches, too. So.
3: Well, I, yeah, that, that would help, I guess. That would help starting this weekend. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, that that's it. You did a great job on the hot seat. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you had as much fun as, as we did having you. And, obviously, good luck the rest of the way, especially this weekend in the big conference game. So, uh, thanks again for joining us.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,
3: We appreciate it. Thanks for having Angelo State and Nate and I, and we enjoy it. And we we enjoy what you guys do for D2 football. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, before we go, remember D2 Nation, we always need your support. So give us a listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you want to give a listen. Uh, Give us a like, give us a follow, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.